Hello and welcome to the Outline Podcast. This is the podcast for Outline Magazine that covers everything from beauty to finance to personal development, all about elevating your life and outlining your future. My name is JJ Fadaka and I am your host and editor, one man band. for outline um please follow us on instagram at underscore outline mag and sign up to our newsletter in the bio um today we are going to be talking about beauty and i have my friend (laughs) my friend Gemma here with me um we've known each other three years now yeah um and I wanted to bring you on because I feel like we have a very different relationship with beauty products and skincare. And I wanted to have a conversation about that because I thought it would be really interesting. But before we get into it, I want you to tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, who you are, so people can get to know you. (laughs) Okay. I am Gemma. Uh, I am a third year psychology student, (laughs) as well as JJ. Um... What, what am I? What do I do? Um, yep, activist in our spare time. We do that <laughs> together as well. Do a lot of things together. President of the Oxfam Society. Oh, big flex. Hug, hug. Um, I, I don't know. What do I do? I. It's so hard to talk about yourself, isn't it? It is very hard. Well, you're president of the Oxfam Society. President of the Oxfam Society. Vegetarian for how long? Vegetarian since... December, okay, January 2018. Nice. So we're two years in. Damn. Two years in. Um, recently level one British Sign Language qualified. Sick. Sick. That's really cool. Um, <clears throat> uh, yes. Flat renter. <laughs> Flat renter, student, <laughs> vegetarian. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, we are recording in Gemma's flat um, on my phone because of the events that are happening right now and me not knowing how long I'm going to do this for so no point in buying a mic but um yeah so that's Gemma my name is JJ like I said I'm the host and one man band for Outline Mag um I'm the social media and events coordinator for our Oxfam society and psychology student third year psychology student uh learning graphic design that's why I'm doing this and learning how to do acrylics, which we'll be talking about a bit later as well. Um, also a flat renter, <laughs> right next to Gemma. <laughs> um, but yeah, I basically wanted to start this magazine because I feel like I've been on a real journey of self-development. And I know a lot of people say that, but I have. And maybe a lot of people have as well. But I have been planning a lot of different aspects of my future life and my life now on how to enrich myself, how to get more fulfilling hobbies and spend my time just a bit more wisely and I thought why am I not sharing this with other people and I didn't know how to and I thought okay right now I'm learning how to do graphic design why don't I make a digital magazine I love talking everybody knows I talk for England so (laughs) why don't I get myself and my friends on a podcast so this is why we're here and what we're going to be doing every month is having a new um magazine cover new content a new newsletter and a new podcast so the reason Gemma is here is because she is this month's cover star all about beauty like I said (laughs) so I think that's enough intro Uh, that's lasted quite a while we should probably get into it like I said I brought you on here because we have different relationships with beauty and I wanted to ask you what 
so we're talking about beauty in a sense of makeup, skincare, anything, anything cosmetic, really. Yes. What would you say is your first memory of like seeing cosmetics being applied, using it yourself, thinking about it? Properly thinking about it, aside from when I used to go into boots and put my fingers into the eyeshadow. Oh my god. Um, properly thinking about it, it would definitely be year seven. Wow. Stepping into senior school. Yeah. For like changing buildings. Um, my brother's hot friends were there. <laughs> <laughs> How can I make a name for myself? Oh my god. In this current climate. Um. It really just started with straightening my hair. Oh, that's, right. That's the first big, big, I'm going to start putting some work into my appearance. Here. <laughs> um, I had quite thick hair, so I say the next step was my eyebrows. Right. I started getting them waxed when my mum went to go get her hair done. Nice. So, yeah. How I, old were you then? Must have been about 11 or 12. Damn. Yeah. You're brave. <laughs> God, <laughs> I had my eyebrow. I... <laughs> it wasn't my choice. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was just taking a razor to it. But I don't think I got my eyebrows waxed until I was, like, the end of secondary school. Wow. Because I was really... Like, I was... And I was getting them threaded, okay. not even waxed. Because mum was like, it'll last longer. And I was like, yeah, so will my tears. Threading is hurtful. It really, really bloody hurts. And yeah. then, when I could finally go by myself, I was like, can I get it waxed? <laughs> that is, like, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. You're in, you're out. Yeah. I felt like a whole woman. Yeah. But I would say that it never started because I was like, I want to wax my eyebrows. It's because everyone around me was starting to become more aware. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Even shaving above the layer, your knee. Yeah. That was a, why was that such a big thing? Why have you got, why, why have you not shaved your thigh? I'm like. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're on? <laughs> yeah, that is so mad. Like, I actually never knew that anybody else felt like that. Exactly. That is, there was just some written rule that you don't do that. But then when I got to school, you know, my friend who was maybe, I don't know, more aware or vain than I was, <laughs> was like, why aren't you, why are you only shaving half of your leg? I was like, I don't know. Why am I doing that? Yeah. I guess like, because your thigh hairs are like shorter and they're like thinner as well. So you didn't really realise yeah. that much. But I remember I got to secondary school and then you had to wear shorts for PE. Yeah. And obviously I was like well into puberty now. So the leg hairs were really starting to come out. <laughs> yeah. And I really started to notice like, it's kind of odd that half my leg is smooth and the other half isn't. What is that about? To be honest, like, you know, in olden times when people wore like the stockings, like with the balloon pants. Oh yeah. I kind of felt like that. Like I was like, <laughs> why is one part silky and the other part padded with hair? <laughs> like, I was like, something's amiss. <laughs> something's not right. And it was... And no one really said anything. Yeah. One day to the next, in year seven, you had peach fuzz on your legs, and then the next day, everyone was smooth. Yeah. And if you weren't smooth, you were going to be by tomorrow. Yeah. So before I even got really on the razors, what I used to do was sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, it wasn't like sandpaper from the garage, but it, was, it came on a little plastic pad, and you moved it around in Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's um, like a beauty tool, yeah. Yeah, so that was my first... No, I'm sorry. Fun, like, burnt skin in the no. bathroom obviously because i was just sectioning my hair off damn yeah that so then next day i came to school <laughs> um, bruised but beautiful <laughs> bruised um had some obviously it was like an exfoliator so my legs were covered in like skin cells yeah <laughs> so 
looking somewhat like I'd had baby powder on my legs <laughs> <laughs> and extra pale because oh. my blonde hair left some of the pigments so I just looked like a milk bottle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, it was like, why am I so pale compared to everyone else? No. It's everyone had a golden tan. Oh, my and God. Then, then, yeah, it's just like a snowball effect. Yeah. The eyebrows, the leg hair, I'm pale. Fake tan. Jesus. Did you have a fake tan? I had tinted moisturiser. No. <laughs> yeah, I know the one. I know the one. It comes in like a golden bottle. Yes. Yes. I still oh. have some now. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. And then, yeah, that's how it all got yes. the ball rolling. Ball, ball rolling. It's funny because I think we should just mention, obviously we know each other, but the listeners <laughs> don't know you. <laughs> yes. You've lived all around the world. Yes, indeed. So you were living in Marbella at the time. Yes. Where were you before then? Brazil. Brazil, damn. So, <laughs> being tanned was really in. <laughs> that, yes, it was pertinent, I would say. Yeah, but I was just going to say, your mum isn't that pale. No, my mum is olive skin. Yeah. And as is my grandma, and that is because uh, I think my nana's father or grandfather was Italian. Wow, okay. Kind of missed me on the old olive skin. <laughs> <and> <laughs> ran out. Men and yeah, ran, ran out by the time we got to you. out of ink when it got to me. Um, that and I was literally lathered in sunscreen. Oh, because right. Because of uh, skin cancer fears, as, yeah. it, as you should be. Yeah, of course. Which yeah. ultimately blocked me <laughs> from ever getting a tan. <laughs> Although, looking back, I was more tanned than I thought. And now yeah. it's a harsh paleness. No, you're not. No, you're not. Your face is like... Olive skinned. I very concentrated melanin. Like my freckles. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had freckles to be fair. So, you know, it swings around about. Back in, aren't they? Yeah. I think for me, my first experience like with cosmetics in general was like seeing my mum apply makeup mm. and her like she used to be really good at it. And I don't know what happened. She forgot and now she asks me for like advice. Yeah, and I'm like the passing of the torch. Yeah, but I'm like, I use but why has your light gone out? Like I used to <laughs> look to you. Like I remember she used to go to like Selfridges and stuff to buy like the American makeup because that's why you like you could only get it like in the early two thousands, like from there. She had like Mac, obviously a big one. Um what else was she using? Bobby Brown. That was like mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw Bobby Brown. And like loads of other random she had Charlotte Tilbury at a point as well. And like looking wow. back now, seeing all these brands like pop up again for like a younger audience I'm like damn my mum was using this like when yeah, she was like around. yeah they've been around which is so weird Pat McGrath I don't know if you know them as well mm, maybe yeah she's like a really famous um, American makeup artist and she has like her own brand as well um, but yeah seeing her apply um, cosmetics was like a really big thing as well and I remember obviously because we're going to have very different experiences like uh, me being black and you being white mm. um for it was such a big trend like in uh latin and like african communities to have like really dark eyeliner mm. and then a really light lipstick so, <laughs> <laughs> i remember thinking it was like i remember thinking it looked so odd like at the time but obviously no one's gonna listen to six-year-old jj and i remember my mom my mom like picking me up from school and trying to kiss me on the cheek and she had literally like baby pink lipstick on <laughs> and brown lip liner and i was just like no you look like miss trunchbull like i don't want to kiss you. <laughs> I literally remember her. I literally remember Winston and her being like, oh, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Nothing." Oh, no. it, I was ahead of my time. Like I was yes. transcendent. Like I could see into the future. Like blend, honey. Like I knew that blending was a thing. Yes. Get me a brush. Like I could have had like my own brand back then. Like 
I knew blending was a thing. But um, yeah, so I remember my mom using makeup and like being really jealous of her. And oh my God, I remember like when she used to put her mascara on, like when she was going out and I was in primary school, I would stand in the mirror behind her and like pretend to put mascara Aww. on as well. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And she, and she was like, when you get to my age, like, you'll hate doing all of this. And I was like, no, 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 I want to do it, I want to do it. And now I'm just like, oh, God, I've got a fucking 12, oh, <laughs> I've got a 12-step routine to do, I can't be bothered. Yeah. And back in the day, being like, oh, my God, yeah, this is so fun. Um, and what else? Would, and then when she would leave to go out, I would put on her makeup as well. Oh but I have no idea how to take it off because <laughs> I hadn't been let into that secret part of the routine. Yeah. So I just wash my face like with soap and it'd just be all over the sink. And she'd be like, storm into my room the next morning. Like, You've been using my beauty products. I'd be like, no, 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 I haven't. Like, fucking mascara. The sink says otherwise. <laughs> mascara all down my face. Oh, God. Foundation on my pillow. Like, oh my no, 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 I wasn't. And she was like... What's all this? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think when it comes to like cosmetic stuff and like being conscious of your body, mm. my year six prom was like a big eye opener for me. Oh no, a prom at year six? <laughs> yeah, I literally sprouted so early, like <laughs> the leg hairs came and they <laughs> never went. <laughs> I remember I was like moisturizing my legs. <laughs> I was like, this is the moisturizer is finding it really hard to move around with all the leg hair that's around you. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I begged my mum, I was like, please, please, please let me shave. And she was like, no, 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 because once you start shaving, it's going to get even oh, hairier. Yes. That is a myth, people. It's, it's myth. not true. It's it not true. Save. Exactly. Shave your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to like the prom, and I was so self conscious. Oh. <laughs> What I would do is, in the pictures, I would either stand, like, one leg behind the other, or I'd lift up a leg. Oh, my God. If I show you my year six prom pictures, it's literally me, like... Like, it's as if I'm Hannah Montana, like... <laughs> oh, like, my God. Doing, like, a kick-up. All in High School Musical, they're, like, jumping to kick-up. Because <laughs> I didn't want my legs in the picture. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's so funny. But, yeah, that was, like, a really... Um, really eye-opening moment and then the, the, that night i went home and i just took her razor and i just went in the shower and i was just like took <laughs> enough but obviously it was too little too late those pictures are there for life <laughs> we live and we learn exactly but um oh my god yeah that was like a really um really horrible time <laughs> a really scarring moment it's funny to look back because obviously like at the time, it seemed really hairy to me, but yeah. it really wasn't. No. And now I'm like, you want to see hair? <laughs> Come look at <laughs> Literally. But I wanted, speaking of like hair removal, I was thinking for the longest time of getting laser hair removal surgery. Yes. And my mum has been getting it on her face for her mustache. Sorry to call you out. <laughs> but, um, Good idea, though. Thank you, because I said this to our other friend, Morgan, and she was like, because it's obviously cost a lot of money, like, yeah. I want to go, but, um, okay, we're back. We're back. <clears throat> so what was I saying? Yeah, laser hair removal surgery. I really want to do it. She's like, no, it's a massive waste of money, because it's like 360 a session for your whole body. But I and for your whole body? Yeah. That's and it, good. But it also takes six to eight sessions to do. Yeah. And I'm just like uh yikes as someone who really hates removing hair i think it's a brilliant exactly and i have really thick hair like mm-hmm. i have when you have black hair like it is really thick yeah so 
Morgan doesn't understand. She's blonde. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's just like, well, I shave my legs every six months. What is the big oh, deal? And I'm like, goodness. excuse me, ma'am. When I come out the shower, it's already prickly Literally, again. I can't stand it. I can't, I've never... I personally don't know what a smooth leg is. <laughs> One gust of wind and it's grown back. Seriously. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I literally can't. Like, unless... And I'm like... I don't like waxing. Like, I've, I actually have, like, a really low pain tolerance. So... Mm-hmm. Being like, okay, fine. Because I know that some people say, oh, when you get waxed, like, the hair grows back thinner. I'm just like, okay, so that's... I don't that's think not... that is. How can that be? I don't know. How, where's the where's the evidence before I take paper True. and rip it off my leg? <laughs> I don't know, like, but I have... that sensitive skin, too. I don't want to yeah. have a wax burn. True. That's a thing. Exactly. Because I tried wa- wax strips on my face, um, and it literally breaks me out, like, every single time. So I, I stopped using it. anymore. So I'm just like, it's the laser or nothing. But I'm all for the laser. Yeah, I think like especially like as I'm getting older, it's my money, Morgan. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think like it's definitely like a big investment. It is for the rest of your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine someone saying to you, "Give me, I don't know, two and a half grand, and you'll never ever shave again." Yes. You probably spend two and a half grand in your lifetime on razors anyway. Razors, uh, sandpaper, maybe if, you <laughs> Yikes. Feel, if you're so inclined. Yeah, hair I removal cream. Just to be able. To be smooth and just moisturise. Yeah. And, and put on shorts spontaneously. Spontaneously. I've not got to plan it. You don't have to plan wearing shorts spontaneously. For like, I want to wear shorts today. You're yeah. ready to go. That is crazy. That's Think about that. That's my dream, maybe. Any, <laughs> any amount of money is a small price to pay for that comfort. Yes. Of knowing your bikini ready every single day. You could, Imagine. I don't believe you can put a price on it. But if you must, a sixty a session will do. <laughs> yeah, that will do it. Like, and even if you do it, like over like a year or something, like I think it will be like a really good investment. 100%. But one thing that was um, another big like, I don't know what to call it, like an ethical issue, um, was that when the lasers first came out, they were not be able. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you could not use them on black people oh. because how it works is that um, the laser it reduces the melanin in your skin. Oh. So that's, it also works for, better for people with dark hair because then it can capture the melanin. But if you have black skin, what it was doing was taking your skin color off. Oh my yeah. And obviously in the course of testing, nobody had ever thought to test somebody with a bit of melanin in their skin. Yes. And then when they started getting people in, they were like, oh, sorry, I'm giving you vitiligo. Oh. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Which is like a big issue, like in, um, I guess the beauty community, like, hmm. that was like, that's what, something that always irked me because I was like, damn i can't even walk in and get like any treatment i like do you know what i mean yeah because i've got to be like what they did um a few years ago was like okay now there's a special machine for black people and then now it's like the new machines can do anybody which is great but it's like it shouldn't have been like i don't know three or four years in the waiting for that to happen which is like a big issue that people face like but um yeah so that's first experiences aside Hmm. and how that affects our future planning yes when you go into like a beauty store, super drug, whatever, what brands do you, like, gravitate to and why? Well, I guess, like, it's definitely changed. But now, what am I using? I use... Well, I started using number seven. Okay. Which has just been as recently as this Christmas. <laughs> um, I've been using Benefit, but mm. I now just use the Benetint, in right. if anyone's interested. <laughs> um, Is that, like, an eyebrow tint? It's just the lip and cheek stain. Okay. Um, fortunately, no tinting of the eyebrows is required. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> <like> thick hair. <laughs> um, yeah, I, gra- I guess... 
I kind of really go for what my mum uses. Yeah. Tried and tested. You'll find me at the clinic <laughs> counter. Yeah. That, I know clinic is like a big thing for you. Definitely. Why? Probably just because it's my mum. Um, she uses it. She's always recommended it. And just because my worst experiences have been with the money that I could afford. So, <laughs> Moose Matte Dream Powder. Oh, It's what stop. I could afford and stop. used. Stop. Let's just have a, a brief moment of silence for how I looked. You all the that. victims of Dream Matte Moose. And Why did it dry out shade. so quick? Not even my shade. It was Damn. orange. Yikes! I don't think I even put it on my whole face. No. So, <laughs> Where was the application? There was no application process. Um, so yeah, I think now that I've got the experience and mm. more money, yeah. I go with what I know is worked for my mum yeah and also i'm not i don't know like these days i don't really use anything on my skin day to day mm. just the tint i put clear gel on my eyebrows i put tinted nice. primer on my eyelashes not even mascara nice. and a bit of uh vaseline or lip gloss That's lip me. gloss gang lip gloss gang <laughs> yeah like yeah do you know that's like um like a meme oh like <laughs> eyelash and lip gloss girls that's that's all i have to do now obviously that's only come around since my skin cleared up there you go swings around but yeah it's like obviously it's not one of you but it's people that are like i don't know how you guys do it every day i just put on <laughs> eyelashes and go a real glossier girl yes yes seriously that's it another word for a glossier girl i used to hate those people but now Here that the, the skin's cooperating i'm like yeah i don't even know oh my god you guys spend how long on your routine <laughs> could it be me no god what yeah even is a mascara <laughs> don't know her i've saved so much money since i've just started investing in my skin honestly guys try it sometime yikes yeah i mean i'm like that internally but i think now i kind of see makeup more like a hobby Mm. than but than like something i have to do every day yeah because i remember when i was younger and if we're talking about like the brands that you buy and how that's changed definitely was the dream app moves yeah I was in super drug, like anything. Yeah. Like whatever. Any throw it max at me. volume mascara, I will have it. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Bright yellow, chunkiest Stop. thing you've ever seen. Stop! Just lather that on. I was looking for the word vol- volumizing and nothing else. Like that was <laughs> that what was, I was. That's all I wanted. Oh my god. Max volume, lengthening, strengthening. <laughs> Who knows what? Cara Delevingne on the bottle. Oh, That's for me. Thank why you. are you speaking so loud? <laughs> That's all I needed. Bring it down a few notches, <laughs> please. All I was like, I'm, I'm in. I, I bought it. that religiously. Literally. Actually, religiously. That's, I don't know. I knew nothing else uh, and I didn't want to. Seriously. That's all I needed. And then I'd go home and it'd be like crumbling like under my eyes and I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. No problem. That looks great. <laughs> looks fantastic i'll have that no curling i didn't do any curling no i don't know how i applied it just straight spider legs that's all i wanted like up there was some difference between blinking as you're applying it or or the moving side you really thought you were doing something you really thought you were doing something or a side to side yeah oh did you ever like close your eyes on the wand oh yes (laughs) yes When did we even... The thing is, like, I wasn't even watching, like, beauty YouTube back then. No. So where was I even getting these tips from? Just... Word of mouth, um, the teen magazines. I don't know. sleepovers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I've... Oh, my God. Did you ever put Vaseline on your lips, like, um, on your on your eyelashes before you went to sleep? Yes. To make them longer? Yes, of course. <laughs> Blurriest vision of your life. <laughs> 
wonder if some people wearing glasses specifically because of that. Maybe. Vaseline in your eye. <laughs> just a nice little filter. A fuzzy filter. God, what Jeffree Star Jr. was toting that <laughs> at the school gates. <laughs> just natural curl. I really thought I was about to do something. Vaseline the miracle gel. <laughs> yep. Did you know petroleum has a lengthening quality? It really does. <laughs> That's what they're not telling you in the beauty world. God's sake. But yeah, it would be uh, the Dream Map Musa's foundation. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, I know that a lot of um, black people have issues, like, finding their skin colour, mm. their skin shade in foundation in the drugstore. I don't know what it was about my super drugs, but it actually really came in clutch. Like, I always found my shade. So I say. <laughs> you know what? So we thought at the time. Yeah, actually, that is a good point. Because... I was either really orange, like orange undertones, yeah. or like it was like a beige sheet. Mm. Like the Dream Matte Mousse, like, or it was like too dark. I don't know what it was. And the thing is, like, no one mentioned undertones at the time. No. But I still was like, something's amiss, <laughs> even though this works on my hand. Yeah. But here I am, I look like I have a mask on. So what's happened? Like, you know the peanut butter baby? I actually look oh, like that. Like, <laughs> just that kind of... There's a filter over my face and yes. I just could not put something my finger over it. Unsettling. <laughs> Something's unsettling about this image. And I just could not put my finger over it. And it was, yeah, it was so mad. But my routine was definitely quick bit of Dream Act Mousse um, after I put a bit of water in it, a bit of oil in it, something to get that bloody thing moving. Yeah. And mascara, I needed the eyeliner. If oh I didn't have gosh. eyeliner, I was naked. Yes, honestly. The emperor has no clothes. Like, Yes. And the thing is, like, I it wasn't even, like... I graduated um, eventually to, like, liquid eyeliner. Mm. It was the collection one, and it was horrendous. <laughs> um, but um, when I'd go to, like, hair supply stores, like, when I'd be going to the salon and stuff, I would buy, like, the eyeliner at the counter. And what it was, it was, like, a really thick charcoal kind of, like... In a little pot? No, it was, like, a pen. Right. But it was all eyeliner. Right. It was, like, clay. Oh, okay. On your eye. Right. It was so weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it was like coal. Yes. Kind of, but not obviously not coal. <laughs> obviously not. Yeah, <laughs> we hope. But yeah, it was just that. But I said all that to say it was really thick. Yeah. So whenever I put it on, it wouldn't be like eyeliner. It'd be like, here is my black eyeshadow yes. that is covering the whole of my lid and I cannot do anything to manipulate it. Yes. I learned later about Q-tips. I lick it a little bit, then give myself a bit of a cat eye. Oh, okay. <laughs> and people would be like, oh my God, you've got a cat eye. Tell me all about it. I'm like, that's a secret I'll never tell. But... You know I had to have my Miley Cyrus blue-eyed moment. Like, I had to just... Blue eyeshadow? No. Blue eyes, you need the thickest black eyeshadow. No! It's making your tears go a little bit black. I don't know how you guys did it. To that extent, what did I do? Confession time, I did use the end of a mascara brush. You're just... <laughs> so, you know at the top, there's like a little a little morsel on the top of the water. <laughs> yeah. I'd go like that. As your waterline? Yeah. I'd put mascara on my waterline, essentially. What yes. are you doing? And... I had obviously like stringy rubbish that is black all in my eye. Like, oh my is, god. good look. You had to... If you had the blue eyes, you had to just whole pot of eyeliner on there, or else why even? I didn't know you guys went through that. If not to just stare into people's (laughs) souls. (laughs) It was too piercing. Too too much. It was too much. Oh my god! I never knew that. At one stage, don't even ask me why. I was about thirteen or fourteen, and as soon as I got out of bed, I had to put on mascara and eyeliner. 
this. I was in my pajamas. No. Yes, and I was just like, I need to do this. <laughs> Mascara, eyeliner, could be eight in the morning. I'm in a onesie, and I'm like, I need to do this. Bedhead, not done my hair. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I need to put the mascara and the eyeliner on. And you really thought your look had transformed? Yes. It's so mad. I would literally forego doing my hair to do the tiniest bit of makeup, yeah. the mascara and eyeliner, and I'd go to school and I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Camouflage for the whole thing. Seriously. People are drawn to the eye. They're not looking anywhere else. So I thought... So we. But you know what? Yeah, I don't know what it was. It must have been conditioning. It must have been conditioning. Because I've told you this story before, but for the benefit of the podcast. I remember being in the lunch line once. And this was like, up per secondary school, like year year five, um, year 10, kind of. Yeah. So we're old enough to know better. Mm. And I hadn't put on my... I hadn't put on my famous um, mascara and and, uh, eyeliner look. So I was barefaced. And, um, and this boy literally turned around to me and was like, something's different about you. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? And like trying to avert my gaze. And he was like, you look kind of different. I was like, oh, I've not got eyeliner on today. And he was like, wow, you look so different barefaced. And he just walked off. And I was like, sorry, can I have like... Drop the bomb and go. I honestly was like, oh my God, I need it. What have I done? I've made the biggest mistake. Why am I not bringing my makeup back to school? Number one, screw you. Yes. Number two... Come on. No, I didn't. No, I didn't look any different without a bit of mascara on. Like, that's mad. That's actually crazy. Like, people... That's why I think it's, like, a conditioning kind of thing. Like, we must have all been kidding ourselves. Like, I don't know, like, where that kind of mindset comes from. Especially since we weren't doing it well. We would have benefited to have not done it at all. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I look better now. Yeah, 100%. That's mad. But then, yeah, so that was my uh, routine in, like... Um, secondary school and then in sixth form I don't know how I found the time for this it was like full on makeup routine Gosh. I'm talking primer um, foundation bronzer I wasn't wearing blush then now blush is my best friend yes. um, highlighter mascara maybe um, eyeliner if I could if I had the time but that was literally every day. That's a lot of effort. Oh, and eyebrows, obviously. Oh, my gosh. But I still didn't know how to do my eyebrows then, so it literally was a whole mess. But <laughs> that literally was me. And obviously lip gloss. So literally, look, like, it's so much. A like look. Seriously, a clubbing look. <laughs> seriously. A whole, Where are you like, going? Oh, just To history. <laughs> what are you doing? And it's so annoying because I couldn't put my hands on my face. <laughs> like, oh all day. Because yeah. it would move so much. But... That's when I started to watch YouTube a bit more, and I was like, okay, I kind, I like this kind is kind of coming together. Mm. Some days would be really bad. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I literally have a Snapchat memory of me, and I just got in the house, and all under my eyes, like there was literally two thick lines where the foundation had separated because oh, of my bags no. under my eyes. <laughs> I literally, I won't delete the Snapchat memory because I have to humble myself every yes. year. Like <laughs> this is where you've come from, and this yeah. is where you've gone. Like it's so mad. But before we move on to um, sixth form, just a big shout out to Rimmel's Stay Matte Primer. You did absolutely nothing for no one and I wasted five pounds <laughs> on you and I will never ever forgive myself or Superdrug for putting that on promotion. Yes. I rem- I, like, I've always had oily skin and I, that was always a big problem of mine. Um, so until I tra- discovered translucent powder in sixth form, my nose would be oily at like 10am <laughs> and I'd have to go like at break without fail go to the um, bathroom and like dab my nose and I'd always feel like Paris so I'd be like oh my god yeah just powdering my nose <laughs> didn't know that she meant the other thing but um, oh, gosh. yeah I'd be like yeah just powdering my nose really quick and it's like no let your clo- um, your 
pause, breathe, please. Yeah. Like, they're begging to breathe, especially since you're so young. Struggling for breath. Yeah, and then I discovered translu- translucent powder, and I was like, no, just call them up some more, and it's like, tomorrow's problem. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I do that every every single day before I get on the bus, that is and I wouldn't be able to touch my face. And it's so crazy, but by then, I was picking the brands that my mom was using, just like you, kind of. Yeah. And then, kind of, like, what I was finding on YouTube. Mm. Um, but... I kind of felt a bit bougie because my mom was using the Dior foundation. Oh. Dior Forever. Wow. Really good. Really good. But it does get kind of oily. But like for like the amount of shades that they have and the yeah. coverage, chef's kiss. Like it's actually amazing. Okay. Small hitch, it's £52. Yikes. <laughs> um, so that's why it's not in my not makeup bag. Not your everyday sixth form look. Seriously, <laughs> what was I doing? I don't know why. Mum in se- in secondary school was like, no makeup. Like if she caught me with the eyeliner, like it was a problem. Yeah. But in sixth form, she was like, yes, I will buy this foundation for you every month. I don't know wow. why. I literally don't know why. But I remember like um, in exam, when it was exam period, because I'd be so stressed because obviously like... Uh, 16 year old problems I wouldn't put on foundation because I'd have to like touch my face like <laughs> my head in my hands so much um indicative of the times but um I remember like leaving my class one day and like this was in lower sixth in upper sixth the girls were like this group of girls going into that same class were like oh my god your foundation is really nice what foundation are you using and I didn't want to be like a bougie so I was like oh um yeah I just got it from Debenhams and they were like no but what one is it like it's so nice and I was like um Dior and they were just like Oh, and I was like, I'm not that person. I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm one of you. Your foundation says different. I still shop in the super drug reduce section. I'm one of you, please. <laughs> but yeah, that was like my only taste of like bouginess. Mm. But I know that you didn't start literally like applying makeup every day for a really long time. Yeah. Do you think this is like a specific reason why that was? Well, what what even was my my sixth form? My, my, yeah, my makeup didn't change. Um, in sixth form, it was just the Clinique Compact. Just no no real rhyme or reason. Just dabbing a bit of that on. I uh, think I just combed my eyebrows, yeah. mascara, and then my good old Benetint. No, oh, no yeah. cheap at this stage. At this stage, <laughs> just the Vaseline, and that was my sixth form look. Yeah. Um, didn't change. Ever. <laughs> uh, for going out, I think I may have dabbled in a liquid foundation. Ooh. I never dabbled with eyeshadow. That's mad. I think I had bronzer at some stage, but I realised soon I didn't know how to use it. And I yeah. didn't, didn't bother. I didn't know how to use bronzer at the time. Didn't bother. Never really got into highlighter. Mm. So for me, it was a bit of powdered concealer, stain, and mascara. And then going to uni... I think it really started to change, or I became more like, I need to put makeup on. Um, I think it was the same for you, but then once my skin started breaking out, I was like, I, I need it. <laughs> I need to apply I need it. that fix. I cannot now go out without putting it on, because obviously then you're more aware, like, oh, you've got spots. Yeah. And I was going to class every day, and I was like, I don't know, there's a, I wanted to be warm, so I was like, I didn't want to... If I was going to dress warm and mm. comfortable, I didn't want my face <laughs> yeah. to be, like, also warm and comfortable. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> homely. Very homely, <laughs> maternal look. No, no. Real cardigan wrapped around. Oh, gosh. So I was like, no, I need to show up here. <laughs> Mascara on my heavy 9am eyes. I mean, it wouldn't have looked good anyway. You yeah. Know? Um, 
But then I was like, for going clubbing, my my going to uni at 9am look and my going out to underground look <laughs> were one in the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, how can I change this? Yeah. So then I think I was looking more at like a proper liquid foundation step because I never had the interest of... I wasn't moulded by YouTube because I never watched those videos. Yeah. That's not where my interest was. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I was like, this is something I have to do. Oh, so, yeah. Let's do it that way. Um, so, yeah, then I got more into uh, whatever steps necessary. Primer, uh, all the ones. Yeah. <laughs> Foundation. Um, yeah. I just felt like I had to start turning up at clubs. <laughs> you know, I even was like, I need to start filling in my eyebrows mm. because I'm just... You know, on the pictures, they just look the, like the finished product. Yeah. And so much of my look was still homemade. <laughs> oh. um, obviously, I had no choice but to fill my eyebrows in once I shaved half of it off. Oh, my. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Where, why did that happen? So, it was the Veet uh, Precision Beauty Styler. Not so precise. <laughs> Not so much precision. And <laughs> there was a fixture for your face. Mm. that you could trim the eyebrow hairs with. Obviously, my eyebrow hairs are very long and thick and stubborn, so I was like, um, I'm very self-conscious of them. Like, you'll see me throughout the day, like, right. pushing them back. Yeah, I do actually see you do that, yeah. Because I just don't like it. You know, I don't know, if you switch the eyebrow the other way, it's just such a messy look. That's yeah. why I have to go with the clear gel. So I was like, yeah. no, it needs to be more of a finished look. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was like, let me trim the hairs. Because they're so long. Mm. Let's trim them. Um, Yikes. Didn't put on the guard or whatever. So I essentially just <laughs> shaved them off. Oh my goodness. Shaved one off, yeah. Oh my god. So then I have to fill it in. Yeah. Initially, I didn't have an eyebrow pen. Never needed it before. So I go back to my trusty eyeliner. No! What? And I now have half black, half brown eyebrows. Oh my god. And then I go out and invest in my eyebrow pen and <laughs> apply Vaseline at night, which does work for hair growth, <laughs> as we know. Okay, then you had it here first. Yes. Damn. My eyebrow came back. <laughs> I remember that happening mm. and you literally coming to my room in first year and being like, is this the worst? And I was like... Know something new about me. <laughs> yes! Yes, half of your eyebrow is missing and you filled it in with eyeliner. The bit... I wanted nice eyebrows for when we got our noses pierced the next day. <laughs> what? So that was, what, that was the thinking behind that. Oh I was my like, have a quick tidy up. Uh, oh my God. For my new nose piercing. I actually forgot about that. We did that together. Yeah, that's mad. And I forgot about that. Two years on, we have zero nose piercing. That's mad, isn't it? That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. I was like... I was I saw a TikTok. Oh God, expose myself. <laughs> I'm 21 and I'm on TikTok. My name is JJ. Hi, and um, it was like some girl with a septum septum piercing, like pushing her lip up to like play with it. And I was like, Oh God, I remember when I did that. I remember one time I had a nose piercing, and I was like, That's so crazy how that time just came and really just went. It came and went. It was, That's so mad. I gave it up like any other hobby I've ever had. Seriously, it was gone. Because for the longest time, from like year 11 up until the first year of um, university, I was wearing fake septums. Like, do you remember? Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, you bought a pack from Claire's. Yeah. Yes. And they always used to fall out and they'd always used to irritate my nose and I'd always yeah. get, like, sniffly noses because it was like, there's something in my nose. And um, your demon phone. <laughs> and um, 
Yes, I was like, because my mom would never let me have one. Yeah. And I was like, so like intent, like this is who I am. Yes. Mom, this is the- I'm a septum piercing girl. Exactly. I am that girl. Like this is the 10% of my personality that's missing. I promise yeah. you, like once I get this septum piercing, I will be complete. Yes. And I got it. And it was like the worst experience of my life yeah. <laughs> because I had a trainee to save myself five pounds. Yeah. And she- um, how many how long was i there for three times about yeah 40 minutes yeah 40 minutes to pierce my nose and she tried three times she had to get a clamp in there she really clamps my nostril i pray for your nostrils <laughs> that was a horrible time yeah. and i didn't know any better like i literally thought this was me because i remember you were looking at piercing videos before yeah and i was like i'm not looking at it like i'm gonna faint da, 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 da. Yeah. so i had no idea what to expect and i was like is my nose supposed to be involved? Like, is my nostril supposed to be involved in the piercing or mm. what's going on? Is it a whole punch situation where it has to be a hole throughout all three bits? Like, I'm really confused. <laughs> and it was only when somebody, like another worker came downstairs and was like, what is taking so long? Oh, I was God. like, give me that clamp. <laughs> I was just like, uh, ma'am, what is going on here? And I had a blindfold on. So oh. I, didn't, I didn't know, like, what was going on. Oh it was just... God. Because I don't know, like, why. What a disorientating experience. Maybe to stop me, like, expecting the pain kind of thing. Yeah. But then it was, like, the clamp was left on. And I was yeah. just, like... I literally felt like I was being waterboarded. Like, <laughs> literal, literal torture. But, um, yeah, that's so mad that we went through that together and we completely forgot. I know. It was such a good day. The buzz. The yeah. buzz. Yeah. Indescribable. It was, I, you know, and for a long time, like, I literally felt like that girl. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I've got septum piercing. It was so good. The and then it fell out. The piercing buzz was amazing. And yeah, then, then the complications started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> it keeps out. on falling out. <laughs> boyfriend at the time got his nostril hooked over it and no it out. what yeah. yeah oh my god i remember you telling me about that most painful i sleep with my hand over my nose and my ring oh my god yeah I it out god why have i got a piercing bump i'm so gentle <laughs> <laughs> yanks it out three times a day touches it with unclean hands oh my turns god it. that was absolutely horrible that was a rough time. The roughest of times. Shout out to all the people with piercings. So that's like and a real clue. lived through it. Lived Seriously. through the keloid scar on the outside of your nose. Jesus. Yeah. Damn. Terrible times. Yeah. So that wasn't the look for me. No. <laughs> the look didn't. I chose the look. The look didn't choose me. Ser- yeah. It rejected me. It did. And you yeah. know what? That's okay. Yeah. I'm over it now. It's fine. That's mad. Like I'm actually so over it. <laughs> my piercing is small. Well, yeah. I still carry it in my wallet. Really? Yeah, it was real gold. Oh, sh- oh my god, yeah. How much have I spent on my nose? About over a hundred pounds. Oh my god. Well, just in case I ever spontaneously go twenty pound piercing, <laughs> ring first, buy the docks. Oh my that's god. That's where I'll be going. Oh my god, that's so funny. Just in case I ever get the urge. You know what? I was thinking about getting like what is this? Put your your trage something like that. Your Trage's ear piercing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I was like, I wouldn't mind like an extra like. Oh my god, I don't know what it's called. Um, just like a stud, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> a stud, like, above, like, my normal earring, like, piercing. Because that's, like, quite low maintenance. Yeah. Definitely. Didn't know I was doing nose first. Oh. <laughs> Literally diving in, like, head first. <laughs> like, like, come what, on. What's, what's the most complicated? Are you seriously? Fiddly. Yeah, fiddly. <laughs> like, l- give me that one. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm over that hump. But yeah, my look has definitely, like, evolved. Now I use blush, like, a lot more. Yeah. I feel like I'm less, like... And I hardly contour. 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember that period where contour was like the be all and end all? I need to look like Kim Kardashian. I need to like people literally like I know you went on YouTube, but on YouTube people were like here is where your skull lines are, yes. and this is where we're going to carve out. And I was like, this is such harsh language. Yes. But meanwhile, there's like fifteen year old me like literally <sighs> carving your face. I do remember it was about two thousand and sixteen. I yeah, the, the makeup look really from night to day <laughs> was like now we're doing big brows. Yeah, now we're contouring. Now I'm seeing dots all over your face and we're yeah oh god that's when it really was like this is very different yeah what has happened i've woken up and everyone wants to be looking so hd yeah yeah hd was that's actually what, a full-on thing that's what i can't attain in my beauty though, and i've just had to make my peace with that i will never look <laughs> like so a camera, 4k tv camera ready yeah and that's what i've never been able to replicate myself so i was like yeah i'm just not gonna do that and the thing is people don't which is like the yeah. really like sad thing about it because the people that were looking amazing in photos, the makeup is like so heavy. Yeah. In person, they look so odd. Yeah, and it's face tune. Yeah, exactly. Face tune is a big thing. Like, yes. let's no, let's not forget. But um, yeah, like I was really big on contour, really big on bronzer. Like I would put on contour and then put on bronzer as well. Too much. <laughs> you don't need it. Like now, like it's only in the last, like since last summer, that I started like bronzing again and that's because Fenty Beauty brought out amazing bronzers mm. which is like really buildable and it's really light and it can just be like a slight okay I want a bit of a cheekbone like with my highlighter yeah. and it doesn't have to be like I'm awoken from the dead <laughs> yep. here are my cheek fillers like eaten in three weeks yeah like and it's weird like how like it's kind of the same thing in fashion and that's happened in beauty as well it's like how thin can you look yeah like I was even like when I kind of like checked out was when I saw people who were like a bit more chubby like me being like how to contour your face so you can be like an oval and they would literally put like brown contour like all down their neck to yeah. make it like have that shadow effect it's no longer makeup it is actually an illusion yeah and I'm just it's like so odd this is a waste of product. Also, I have to wear a collar. Like, yeah. this isn't my job. Yeah. So I need to go to school. I have a white collar. Yeah. And people, like, in secondary school were like, oh, it doesn't matter, like, if your foundation's all on your collar, but I always thought that looked really odd. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe your mum doesn't wash your shirts, but mine does. Yeah. And she does not appreciate having to scrub bleach on yeah. my collar yeah. every day, like, which is really mad. But, um, yeah, now I feel like my look is a bit more, like, I've kind of like picked out what I like about other people and it's a bit more fresh. Yeah. Like yeah. as I've gotten more into like skincare, I'm just like, I want it to be my skin, but better yes, kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. So I'm like using like half the foundation I would usually use. Um, I And when I put on eyeshadow, it's like, because I want it to be like a really bold kind of like experimental look rather yeah. than like, okay, I want to carve out this or whatever the other. Yeah. Um, and then I'm using, like, a lot more blush. Yeah. Because I just think it looks a bit more, like, awakened, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of like, oh, I've just been pinched by the just cold. Just a real rosy, innocent, yeah. pure look. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which is so weird. And that's, I guess, how we've moved to being glossier girls <laughs> on that scale. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't think I'm, like, my skin is not really there where I can be, like, using glossier. But my skin, but better in, like, normal products is yeah. fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I really, I really like that. But... Yeah, like I was saying about makeup being more like a hobby now. Mm. I think when it comes to like eyeshadow, me really putting in effort, yeah. it's like that's where I'm like, okay, I want to try out like this amazing like hot pink or this green or like whatever. And I like, so I'm doing it less so so I can make my, less to like enhance my appearance and more like look at my skills kind of thing. Like yeah. a canvas, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like an art, which is like, I really enjoy now and it makes me feel a lot better when I'm putting it on yeah. rather than oh my god is this boy gonna like me because I've slathered like foundation on my face Absolutely. and I guess that's like coming of age yeah but 
I know you were saying that like, you were using it to like cover up your um like uh, um like spots and stuff. Yeah. Where is your relationship with it now? Like how do you feel about it now? Honestly, it's a lot easier for me to say I don't want to use it now because my skin has cleared up. Mm. But even in the summer, um, when it was at its worst, I would say, I felt more uncomfortable with makeup on. Yeah. Because then, you know, it's not... You can't put... Your skin's dry one day, yeah. it looks cracked. Your skin's oily, it looks cakey. Yeah, And yeah. it just looks so much worse. And the only reason I was wearing it is because at the time I was going on dates and I was like, yeah. I have to <laughs> be yeah. wearing makeup. It's a sign of you're putting effort in. Mm. Which is now not really how I feel. I can go out and feel like I still made an effort with my appearance yeah. without spending an hour yeah. trying to literally face tune in yeah. real time. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah, I just feel like even when I'm going out now, um, like clubbing or whatever, I feel more confident with less on my face. Yeah. Because I think maybe because of how the makeup sat on when I had acne I feel like I'm more concerned with it looking like powdery. It's mm. not blended. So now mm. I'm just like, I'd rather just not wear it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at now. I think when I go clubbing is the only time where I'm like, it's not even like so much like it's cakey. Like I still use less products than I did before. But that's the time where I'm like, okay, this is like the canvas type. Yeah. Like the more experimental kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't want to say it's like a more enhanced version of myself because more often than not, I'm not wearing makeup. Yeah. And I like my face that way now. Yeah. Like, I've... What I never thought I would do in a million years is post a picture of me on Instagram with no makeup on. And it did look glorious. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and, yeah, like, because I'm, like, more confident in my skin. Yeah. But I guess with clubbing and stuff, it's, like... I guess because you wear, like, you know, your outfits are more daring as well. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I want my eyeshadow to match my outfits and that kind of yeah, thing. So it is still more... odd if you're dressed up and your face isn't. Yeah. But I still do it... Because I want to rather than I need to cover my face. Yeah, yeah. Which is what's really changed. Like, when I do go for a bit more of a bigger look, foundation, contour, the rest of it, I'm doing it because I want to, not like I've got something to to cover up. Yeah. Which is what, I think that's the biggest change with makeup right now. Yeah. It's like a want to do. Yeah. Like, I even got my first proper eyeshadow palette for Christmas. Ooh. Urban Decay. Nice. Nice. The golds and whatever. I'm just like, yeah, this is really nice. I can, like... Yeah, yeah, it's just like a nice addition rather than I'm trying to change something about yeah. my face, which I say is the biggest change. I think the reason I've like the evidence that I've used to see like a big change is that I buy so much, I buy less makeup now yeah. than I did before. And when I do buy it, it's like a good item. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I've invested in it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because in first year, I'd be like, oh my god, this new makeup product has come out or this new tool has come out. Like, why am I not getting it? Or I need this, this This has run out, so I need this kind of thing. And it's yeah. like, now it's really bad because makeup expires, but I've not yeah. bought, like, I've not bought makeup since January. And before that, I didn't buy makeup since the summer. Yeah. And that was to replace my foundation in the summer. And then in January, I, when I went to New York. <laughs> did you go to New York? Yes, I did actually. <laughs> when I, um, I went to go buy, not that I went out seeking it, but I knew that the new Fenty Beauty eyeshadow palettes were coming out. Yeah. And um, it's all like, not everyday colours. Like, it's all glitters. Yeah. Uh, six... Is it six or eight? I can't remember. But all, like, glittery colours. Like, pinks, purples, greens, gold, reds. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is really sick. Like, it looks really cool. Yeah. And I really wanted to buy one. And um, that's why I bought it. Not because I was like, oh, God, I've not got any more concealer left or anything like that. Like, yeah. Because I'm wearing so much less, like, makeup now. Yeah. 
but um yeah i guess and it saved me a lot of money as well Definitely. but i'm doing it less so for like other people's approval i suppose yeah. but i remember it's really <laughs> it's really funny like even when i would buy a new product before um i guess because you weren't really ma- wearing makeup i don't know if you had this experience but without saying too much <laughs> did you ever like ask anybody else like what product were you using that didn't come off? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going to stay? <laughs> like, yeah. Did you ever have, like, an experience like that? Or, like, maybe, like, <laughs> you, like, let's say went to sleep and yeah. you woke up, like, with makeup on the pillow and you are like, oh, um, that's not really a good look. Let me just go touch myself up real quick. Mm. Did you ever have, like, an experience like that? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I didn't... What age were you doing this? <laughs> Without exposing yourself? Um, I would say, like, sixth form, definitely. Um, yeah. Even just being around other people's houses, and you're like, okay, I don't want my makeup to, like, rub off on your couch or something like that. Yeah. Or, like, okay, if you are, like, with a significant other, mm. let's say, and you're just like, you're going to spend all day together. Yeah. I'm like, what is actually going to stay on my face and not run down my neck yes. at, like, halfway through? Well, um didn't occur to me at the right time to think of those things <laughs> so much so that when I did have my first boyfriend and maybe I don't know having this cheeky smooch <laughs> come down to the kitchen my mum was like why is your mascara all over your eyes no and why do you look like you've literally been in the coal mines like what's <laughs> going on <laughs> um, I was like, in the trenches Ooh, uh, good question <laughs> I've been crying really tired <laughs> rubbing my eyes <laughs> so god like, I would say I didn't have the foresight. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first time um, I had those kind of issues was when I discovered Estee Lauder and Urban Decay's All Night Setting Spray. Oh, I've just got the Urban Decay one. <laughs> it's the All Night Setting Spray? Yeah. R- oh my God. Ride or die. Nice. That is the only thing where I'm like, I'm rushing to replace this yeah. because your shears will not move. Like, Excellent. it is like, it's there. It's there, it's to, there stay to stay until you tell me to come off with a bit of water. Like, it's there. And then my friend was like, oh, get the Estee Lauder, um, the foundation. It's like the really famous one, but I cannot remember the name of it. Um, I feel like it's the only one. No, Double Wear. That's nice. it. Estee Lauder Double Wear. This was now a bit cheaper than Dior because um, at this point it was upper sick and I was buying my own makeup. Um, that's times. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> times were tough. I think it's like £34, but it is really worth it. And it's, oh my God. Estee Lauder, I feel like such a woman when oh, I wear nice. it because you're going into like a department store to buy it. Nice. Uh, yeah. No shade to Superdrug, but you know, like it, it does feel a bit feel more. Nicer. They put in the yeah, effort. Exactly. Yeah. There's a consultant there. You sit down, they give you a patch test. Lovely. You know, they try and sell you the other stuff. And it's like you're really having a conversation with this yeah, woman wearing a lab whole coat. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole experience. I really appreciate that now, like yeah. as I'm like getting older. Definitely. So yeah, the Estee Lauder Double Wear, um, that is amazing. The only dupe I found for that so far is. Um, Gone back to the drugstore, actually. The Rimmel... God, I'm going to hate myself for not remembering this. But it's the only foundation that Rimmel have. And it's, like, black and... The packaging is, like, black and blue. But it's really good. Yeah. And it's, like... I didn't believe when people were telling me. It's, like, £8. Decent. And I... Oh, my God. It's so good. And it's a exact dupe for Estee Lauder Double Wear. I can't believe it. But it's so good. But, yeah. If not for the experience... Yeah. Like, I would, like, completely move to, like, the Rimmel Foundation. Yeah. But um, I also use the Estee Lauder Concealer, and that doesn't move either, and it's just really nice. And the um, the 
formula is really good as well like it goes on really easily mm. and it blends out really nicely and you can build it up yeah and when i actually went to turkey that's what i was using the only thing i was wearing nice. um don't know why i was even wearing makeup like i barely was the thing is i think i had a similar situa- situation to you where i was breaking out a lot yeah and i was like okay i'm gonna be taking holiday pictures but also it's boiling hot yeah. so i'm not gonna be wearing like a full face of makeup so all i did was literally like put the um the concealer on my spots yeah and then blend out setting spray and then i was like done yeah. and that was it and it was like it worked completely fine and then yeah. it just looked like it blended into my skin so nicely to the point where it looked like i had foundation on yeah when if when you have a nice bit of sweat going on <laughs> yeah. you're just like oh i'm doing yeah it literally just <laughs> cinches it in yeah. like What's the line between sweaty and dewy? <laughs> I'm asking for myself. <laughs> it's a thin one. But I feel like sometimes foundation, um, makeup in general just needs a minute. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. And that's the good thing about setting spray because yeah. it adds that like moisture back yeah. after you put like powder and stuff and you're like not looking like, I don't know, a Victoria sponge. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? With the dusting on top. Yes, like yes. it just adds a bit of... Do you say quoi? Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> Just a bit of something, something, yeah, do you know what I mean? something that's extra. Lived in, if you will. Something for the girls to love, something for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> something for the girls to get ready to. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally does. But, um, yeah, so you're big on Clinique. Yeah. And that has, like, a big, like, skincare kind of element to it. Yeah, is that Is that something that you, like, really appreciate, like, in a beauty brand? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think, you can't lie, what, you know, they are wearing lab coats. You're like, what yeah. are people are clinicians? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're not. It is a marketing ploy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They are not real scientists. Um, yeah, I just think, yeah, their main thing is skincare. And then I feel like if they're doing makeup, they're going to be with your skin in mind yeah the makeup because they still say the makeup like for your skin and like they still have like dry to combination mm. combination dry oily that's good they have all of that mm. and that's what like matters for me yeah um but i just think i hate to expose myself with with tiktok <laughs> but my makeup look changed with there because that that really was the whole glossier girl pattern. Yeah, a hundred percent. The big on the blusher. Yeah, the sparkly and edit. Just look at, you know, the golden hour. Yeah. It's your natural skin. Yeah. And I was like, that has to be me. So if anything, <laughs> the skincare becomes part of the makeup a hundred percent it's step one of your makeup look thank you so much for saying that i need you to repeat that for the people <laughs> in the back skincare is step one yes. of your makeup routine and we'll all i think that might be the something. quote you know it might have to be i think that might be the quote for the cover didn't mean to just say something there but you, i think you'll just take the mic and <laughs> preach for a little bit freestyle on girls the mic. listen <laughs> it, you learn it one way or another yeah and we learned it the hard way. We learned it the hard way. I learned it by getting really bad acne. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, what must I do? Yeah. And now it, it's a relationship with my skin. Sometimes she's really like communicative. She's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Most times she's like, try again. Yeah. And I'm changing products. Yeah. How many times experimenting. Yeah. But yet yeah, finding the right face wash you don't have to do toner. Yeah. No matter how many gurus say, and then use toner. Yeah. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. It's just a real guessing game. It is. Until you get it right. Yeah. And then your skin's like, yes. Yeah. It is an expensive guessing game. Yes. But I think it really is worth it in the long run. Yeah. Especially because 
the more and more you put on makeup, it's not going to change your skin. You're going to yeah. take the makeup off and then the next day you're doing the same thing. Yeah. If you really invest in your skincare, in yeah. 20 years' time, that's going to show. Yeah. And people are going to be like, oh my God, wow. How and old are you? you? can buy the expensive foundation and yeah. it lasts for ages, yeah. not past expiry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not that I say that to myself, <laughs> because you don't have to wear it all the time. On the exactly. daily, you can go out and feel confident and your exactly. skin's looking good. Exactly. And then when you want to do a little bit of something, something, yeah. you've got the foundation. I think that me and you always also have a different relationship with skincare because I really took it for granted because I've always had like quite good skin, mm-hmm. even though I was wearing horrible foundation every day of sick <laughs> yeah. form. Like it never really had an effect. Yeah. Like I would get the odd spot here and there, but all I did was really wash my face. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, it's fine. Like after a few week, after a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was only when, only in second year really, where yeah. I was like, my makeup isn't going on the same. Yeah. My face is becoming even more oily than it already was. Like, I always had oily skin, but I was like, it's fine. Yeah. I'll take that over spots. Like, my makeup um, my makeup was getting oily faster. Yeah. And it was getting that kind of, like, cakey, kind of, like, cracking look. Yeah. And I was like, there's something amiss here. Mm-hmm. Number one, I need to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two, I need to invest in good skincare. Definitely. And that's when I started, like, looking around for it. And people were like, here's my... That was when uh, Korean skin skincare was really coming into effect. And everyone was yeah. like, you need to put a face mask on before yeah. you go to sleep. Here's the bubble mask. Here's this one. Here's that one. Here's the child's butt cheek serum. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking water with a fruit salad in there. Lemon. Seriously. Cucumber. Raspberry. Each serving a different purpose. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it only dawned on me that I need to do something more than the simple face. I wasn't looking, <laughs> combination, I don't know, dry, I don't know, yeah. I don't know what my skin is like. Yeah. Maybe it's because I didn't tell my, I thought that I had stubborn spots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not just, oh, it's acne. Yeah. Uh, quote from the GP, no <laughs> amount of skincare will save you now. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> Not words that I want to hear. But Gosh. only when you really just, I never just, I, I don't know, I wasn't, paying attention yeah why why have i got spots i don't know yeah you're not looking for the trends no i'm not i'm not looking i'm not seeing what can i do to stop this i was like it will pass yeah no it won't yeah it will not if you have got uh stubborn spots (laughs) uh it might be worth a trip to the gp because Mm. in my case it wasn't stubborn spots (laughs) and it was nothing that my three steps care routine could get rid of yeah but then yeah through that journey you find out do I have dry skin? I yeah. I've got combination. There you go. Which is always fun. But yeah. only on the extremes. No middle. I'm either super dry, right. cracking all over the show, or I'm extra dewy. Jesus. That's mad. No middle ground. The thing is, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think if you have, like, really bad skin, then you need to go to the GP. Mm. But also, there's obviously things that you could be doing to make it worse. So that means there's things that you've been doing to make it better. Definitely. So, like, if you have really bad acne, and I remember you asking about the, um, the folio. Yeah, the forio. Forio, yeah. yeah. So, did you actually buy it? Yeah, I have one now. Um, everyone was singing the praises, and I was thinking, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, environmentally speaking, it's mm. better than using a face wash exfoliator, mm-hmm. because that's the, the microbeads and the yeah. plastics. Yeah, well, we'll get on to that in a minute, yeah. We will. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so the Foreo, I don't know where I started hearing about it. I think I saw it on Instagram. Obviously, Instagram was a big hub of skincare yeah, opinions. Yeah, yeah. I'll say there was 100%. no right one because obviously everyone's skin's different. Yeah. So 
Drinking water wasn't going to clear my skin. Yeah. <laughs> my actual acne, no matter how much water I drank, I was like, mm, it's still here. Yeah. So it's definitely what works for you. The Foreo works for me. Yeah, that's I good. I use it every day, twice a day. That's really good. £29. Yeah. That and I had cool. one of those, like, a year before, uh, well, a year before, last year. Yeah. Um, I got, you know, do you remember when people were doing, like, kits? And it was like a... It looked like a shower head, but without the head, and it came with d- different heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I bought one of them, like, off Amazon, and it did nothing for me. Was it the one with bristles? Yeah. I just thought that would be really harsh. Like, the Foreo, at least, No, they were quite silicone. soft. Um, yeah, it was quite soft, to be fair. Like, it was kind of like... It was, like, it was quite soft, to yeah. be fair. Like, I didn't feel like it was abrasive, because I have, like, really sensitive skin on my face. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't have used it if it was abrasive. But I just didn't think it was, like, doing anything better than my hands. Yeah. So, I kind of just, like, left it alone. Um, so, you know, those those are two similar tools that has, like, worked for you and not worked for me. Yeah. So, I definitely think it is just about experimenting with your face. Yeah. But I also wanted to say, like, it's not just about getting the most expensive product. No. Because my mum uses Estee Lauder, like... Um, night repair which is like really famous and um, quite expensive I think it's like in the 30s if not 40s Um, and I used it for a period like when I was at home and it didn't really do anything for me like obviously like I don't know people say that it takes like six weeks to see a change but my face like I feel like I see a change like in a week's time because it's so sensitive Mm -hmm. so if there's something going wrong and I do all the things I need to be doing then my skin clears up in a week if I've not changed my pillowcase in a minute (laughs) it's gonna show up tomorrow kind of thing um but I've really liked using the ordinary and it has the same kind of clinique feel because it is um just the bare bones of chemicals and like skincare and stuff like it's not even called anything fancy um it's literally just called what it is yeah so like hydrochloric acid it's that two percent alpha whatever it's that and that has worked amazing for me my i use um and the really good thing about that is that you can go on the website and it shows you like um you it shows you it has tabs based on the problem first off so if it's like dark spots these are all the products that deal with dark spots if it's dull skin it's this if it's um you need a natural sunscreen we have these if it's oily skin it's this and obviously sometimes the products overlap which is really good as well yeah so it's not just somebody saying to you these are the 11 steps it's what is your issue first of all yeah and then this is the product's going to help and it can also help with this yeah and that has made such a difference and it's so so cheap yeah and the company i can't remember what company owns it but they own two other skincare brands as well and it's like high-end medium-end and low-end and the ordinary is a low-end but it's like the medium and the high end has other stuff in it. So it might have like a moisturizer mixed in yeah. or like fillers and other things, maybe like a tinted moisturizer, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like fill it out. But if you don't need that, then here is the bare bones. And it's literally like 10 pounds or less. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, it's honestly amazing. Like it's so, so good. And I've like, and it's easy to use. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because now I catch myself, I have a mirror, like as soon as I walk in the, into my room, like to go to bed and I'm like, are you literally going to go to bed with all the pollutants from the day in your face? No. Are you? And I'm just like, then head to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it literally takes like, um, I don't know if you've heard of the 60 second rule either. It's like 60 seconds that you should wash your face for at least. Yeah, that's what they recommended with the foyer. Yeah, well, there you go, innit? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, um, I found it out from this dermatologist that I follow on Twitter. Um, and she like made a hashtag and came like viral off of it. But yeah, you should be washing your face for 60 seconds. Yeah. And it's like, when you're doing it, you're just like, oh my God, da, 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 whatever. You know, I talk to myself a lot, so I'm just <laughs> chatting away. Yep. But like, when I look in the mirror, I'm just like, are you about to go to bed? I'm just like, can you not spare a minute for can yourself you? in 30 years? 
and then you just head to the bathroom and just do it. Yeah. But sometimes it is a faff. I do get that, but I think because it's so rewarding, like yeah, as opposed definitely. to makeup, like without fail, I'm doing my skincare routine. Yeah. I've been doing it blackout drunk. <laughs> I honestly, it has. It I gets have been done. Yeah. Only at my very worst after a night of drinking have I forgotten. <laughs> shall we say to not do yeah, it? Yeah. Quote unquote. Forget. With tired or not tired. Yeah. I'm heading to the bathroom and I'm doing a skincare routine. I don't even yeah. bother with toner now. I started off. What did I start off with? A three step anti-blemish solutions from Clinique. Okay, yeah, so you walk us through your skincare routine. So we started the, the medication. I'm now on three-step anti-blemish solutions by Clinique. So we've got the face wash, which is a foam, and mm. then the toner, and then some spot cream, but I used a medical one. Okay. So that was good for a while until it physically hurt to wash my face because it was dried out so Damn. much because that was obviously anti-blemish to get rid of the oil on your skin mm. acne yeah it was drying the medication yeah. also dries your skin so Damn. then i was left with cracked skin <laughs> and that really hurt Damn. so i was like this is now too harsh yeah so then we moved to the mild soap and it's the gel okay and we're stopping the toner okay or we're moving on to i then used the garnier rose water one okay because the clinique one it was good and it did clear it up at first but it literally smelled like nail polish remover. Oh, really? So I was like, this is harsh. Mm. This is too harsh. Yeah. So then we go to the rose water. That works really well for a while. I'm adding moisturiser everywhere. I'm now overcompensating with yeah. moisturiser because it was so dry. So And everyone's preaching, you better use moisturiser with sunscreen in it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I'm lathering on this SPF sunscreen moisturiser at night. And I'm like... My spots are back. They're not going away. Oh. Why is my skin so oily? Oh. Could it be because twice a day I'm caking on moisturiser? Sugar. It could be. <laughs> and I speak to my friend, big acne survivor, <laughs> and he's like, your skin's oily. I was like, um, what? Excuse you. And he's like, stop faffing around so much. <laughs> so I, was, I had everything. I was overcompensating so much. I just wanted to do so much to help it. Yeah. Masks too many times a week. Yeah. Um, weird e vitamin e spray <laughs> oh my god from super drugs that sounds like a scam i'm it sorry is a scam, but my family loved it they were like oh give me a oh that's so refreshing <laughs> their skin's fine mine's like stop so at this stage how many products have i got on i've got topical cream moisturizer toner vitamin e spray and then a moisturizer on top of that bloody hell so at this point my skin's screaming please leave me alone <laughs> i'm trying to breathe so we take it back to basics okay we're just using i think the best one i've used so far is just a foaming cleanser goes on the foreo 60 seconds wash it off mm. and then a very light moisturizer only where you need it right okay <laughs> which is an interesting take yeah so i heard that under my eyes i get dry eyelids like a baby <laughs> and then Aww. everywhere else that feels dry and okay. that's that's all you need for me yeah fair enough yeah yeah that sounds really good actually it's working yeah Might not i work mean for everyone though yeah do you ever find that your skin gets used to the skincare that you're using yeah so then if i'm I can't, there's no homeostasis. I'm changing the amounts all the time. Right. Because my skin's like, okay, I'm hydrated now. Right. Now I'm too much hydrated. So I'm yeah. like, oh, let me change my moisturizer. Mm. And it's like, I'm dry. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. So you have to, it's never really like a set routine. Yeah. She changes a lot. 
And if you think about it, your skin cells like regenerate on your face like, even more so than anything. Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. It changes so much. I don't know much. why I would think it's one size fits all. Yeah. I actually just thought of that, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if I like mine is yeah, I tried using toner for a minute. I didn't see any change, and I was like, no. I don't need this. Um, so I use a face wash. I used I do really like Simple because, like I said, I have really sensitive skin, mm. and they have like less products than other like brands. Like I, you know, I don't need anything with perfume in it. But I'm, if anybody has any recommendations for a face wash without perfume in it, that'd be fantastic because I can't seem to find that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I was using a Lush one for a minute, wow. and I loved that. That was so nice. Um, I'm gonna be really bad with names and not remember any. And when <laughs> I get home, I'm gonna kill um, kick myself. But um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna describe it. It was a lush one and it was like it kind of looked like milk. Um <laughs> like off milk a little bit. Mm, lovely. Um yeah, it was like kind of like creamy. Um and it was um it was also to take off makeup. Oh. But um it wasn't harsh at all and it was oh my god, it like applied like a sunscreen. Yeah. But it was so nice and it left my skin feeling really supple and like not as because sometimes when I use um, cleansers, I feel really dehydrated afterwards. Because yeah. it's like they stripped everything. Yeah. But this kind of left like a bit of an oily kind of uh, finish on it. Yeah. And then there was another Lush product. I only took the sample because I was being cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I don't have the name. But it was like a balm. And right. that was amazing. And if you have really dry skin, it was like a cleansing balm to take off makeup. Okay. Um, but it also worked as like a face wash and that was really nice. But obviously that left my skin feeling really oily because it's a balm, so it's not going to wash off with water. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have to wipe your face off after that. Mm. But it, it, it was fine for me, but I think maybe not all the time. Yeah. Maybe if you don't have time to put on a face mask, you can be like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep with this instead. Yeah. Because when I, I did like half wash it off and then go to sleep and I woke up and my skin was like normal yeah. and it just felt really like moisturized so that was fine but obviously if you have really oily skin then don't do that um so the reason I don't have really oily skin now and I don't know I've quote unquote fixed it even though yeah. it sometimes comes back is that I use the simple mattifying cream oh, mattifying yeah. moisturizer mm-hmm. when I tell you this is like Sometimes I walk into the superdrug some because I don't use it all the time because obviously I don't want my skin to get really dry. Yeah. Um. I walk into the superdrug some months. It's not there, and it's like no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no one's heard of it. It's Who? like a ghost in the night kind of thing. Yeah. It's like a witch put it there for me to pick <laughs> up and kind of take away, and it it's like appears when you need it. <laughs> seriously, like some Harry Harry Potter type stuff, and then sometimes I go and it's like fully stocked, and I'm like okay, but. So I was using that sometimes at night. So I alternate between using um, a simple moisturiser with SPF in it. Not because you need it at night, but because it is just really moisturising. Yeah. Or I use the mattifying um, cream mm. maybe like twice a week. Mm. Or I just finish with face oil. So if I bring it back from the beginning, not to be confusing. <laughs> what I do is I use a face wash. So I like the Lush one. I was too cheap to buy it again. Um... And I wanted to try something different as well. Yeah. Um, and so I used, I'm using right now a Garnier foam cleanser. I think it has honey in it. Mm. It's like an orange tinge. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I put on a, then if I'm feeling like exfoliating that night, because you shouldn't exfoliate every night, one thing I've learned. Ah. So yeah, because then it dries out your skin again and ah. it's going to make micro tears, right. which can add to acne because then dirt gets in it. See. And then it also could add to like blackheads and stuff because then dirt is going to get in it as well. Wow. And also it's too abrasive. I use a chemical exfoliator by The Ordinary. 
sorry, I can't remember the name again, <laughs> but it's a yellow kind of like liquid and it just comes out like um like a, like a ketchup kind of bottle. Okay. Like a, but ketchup bottle, like if you were at a hot dog stand. Okay. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, a squidgy yeah. type thing. Got it. And then I put it on a cotton pad um, and then just do that all over my face. And it's like, also I don't want to use the microbeads and stuff like that. That's why I'm using a chemical exfoliator. Yes. But also it works a lot better than uh, the ones with microbeads in it. And you'll be surprised, like, it doesn't seem like it's doing anything because you're just putting liquid on your face. Yes. Don't do it after you've waxed your face because it will go into the holes and it will burn. <laughs> and it Hot will tip of the day. Seriously, it will burn. <laughs> I've ha- I've been using it for like two years now and I've still not learned that lesson. I'm like, oh, I tweezed today. Yikes. <laughs> it will burn. Um, it doesn't feel like it's doing anything, but what it does, it's like it literally takes off the skin cells like oh. the dead skin cells off your face and even if you look at the cotton pad and you've not done it in a minute you will literally see them and it's mad oh you're just gosh. like oh my god this is amazing this is actually doing something um and then i put on like it's like a serum and it's to help with dark spots um if i remember correctly <laughs> um and then that's from the ordinary as well sorry and then the last thing from the ordinary is a face oil that i use just because i've been using that mattifying cream yeah. so now my face um will alternate between normal and dry yeah. and sometimes at night you just want to you know just regenerate your face i mean especially if you've been using a harsh a harsh exfoliator Definitely. and you've been stripping everything from your face i'm just like okay i need to put on a bit of oil yeah. um and we live in uh scotland so it's very cold up here yeah so after winter and all that it can my, my, my face gets really dull especially with the wind yeah and it gets it's a bit greyish i'm just yeah. like okay i need a face it's oil to something up here yeah to brighten it up a little bit yeah and then i use a moisturizer so either the mattifying one or the simple one or i just leave the face oil on depending on how my face is feeling that day but yeah and that works works for me yeah. so because i change and like don't use everything like every day that kind yeah. of like keeps up with like kind of like playing catch up with my skin yeah definitely. to make sure that it's not like um getting too used to products but yeah simple i kind of stayed away from garnier a little bit because they had like so much like perfume like yeah. in their stuff and i remember everyone was like making a joke about the grapefruit wash <laughs> yeah. yeah and i was kind of she like flooded her whole bathroom yeah yeah and um yeah and i kind of felt like oh i feel like it's all a bit of nothing but is there any brands that you're like i'm not even gonna bother not to call anybody out, but you're yes, like... Yes, no, of course. Um, <laughs> who am I not going to ever bother with? Um, I think... What are, what are the main skincare brands? You've got Neutrogena, Simple, mm. The Witch Hazel People. I feel like some of these is something that is... It's a period of your life and you've done it. Yeah. Witch Hazel, that little stick, the concealer stick. I never use that. I have that. Uh, that whole... That's gone. That was me a few years ago. I'm not her anymore. Yeah. I used to use simple... Um, I didn't even notice things about perfume. I think with Clinique, none of their stuff is perfume. That's good. It's yeah. only recently that I've even like been like, why is there perfume in everything? Yeah, why would you even need it in your face wash? Yeah. Why does it have to... I mean, I, I think To make it smell nice, but it's like, I don't need it. Do you know what you mean? I, I don't, don't need that. Grapefruit has anti-aging properties. Oh, right. I didn't even know that. Yes. So okay. that was another thing. I was like, maybe I need some grapefruit, but... Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's... It's more like, what, oh, what would I makeup use? Makeup brands. Is there any makeup brands you're like... I wouldn't use. Yeah. I wouldn't... For anything for my skin, I wouldn't use anything like Rimmel. Mm. Mm, I don't know, what is it? Max Factor. <laughs> yeah, I've not used Max Factor in a minute. The Jeez. only drug... I mean I, don't, I mean, I really only use drugstore foundation. And the only one that I use is Elf. Oh, right. Okay. But... Nothing I quite like, like Elf products. I like a brand that is more 
simple and they've got a good basis as to why you should use this. Anything yeah. that's too gimmicky. Yeah, like get the London look. <laughs> really just loud. Yeah. It's like I I don't think that's I don't need chaos on my yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Second quote. <laughs> I don't need chaos on my face. I that's just a good like it point. very simple. Yeah. And there's a reason why I should use this. Yeah. It's taking my skin into account rather than skin TM. Yeah. Put this on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not skin You will TM. look like me. Yes. It's yeah. It's skin TM. So 100%. it's more like, what would I use? And I keep it very simple. Yeah. I, I think definitely, like, why am I using this is a really good point. Yeah. Like, in my makeup bag now, it's so stripped down. Yeah. I find myself going back to the same things and still being able to make different looks. So I really appreciate something that's, like, very versatile. Yeah. Something that I know is gonna last yeah like even with the colorful stuff like i'm not gonna buy like one pot of green eyeshadow like it'll be like in a palette yeah so then i know i'm gonna use the other colors as well kind of thing and it complements what i already have yeah um i for me like marketing is really important as well like um i know we i didn't expect this to last so long we've really been like (laughs) just bouncing yeah i didn't know this was this was going to be like so free-flowing but fenty beauty like is a really big like it's drawn me in so much. Yeah, definitely. Not only because I love Rihanna so much, and you know I've been screaming about it from yes. the minute it came out, but definitely. not even because I love Rihanna so much, but there's so many celebrities now who are making makeup brands. Selena Gomez is coming out with a makeup brand. Forgettable. Who, what, where? Like, why? Rihanna seems to really care what is going into it. Yeah. She's made it very inclusive. Yeah. You can tell that she's put effort into it. Yeah. This, and that's why I'm like, I will buy your makeup. And it feels yeah. like a treat, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit more expensive. But I was so gassed to buy the Trophy Wife uh, highlighter. Yeah. It just looks super sparkly gold. Yeah. It's every day. Yeah. But when I do put it on, it looks amazing. Exactly. And you can use that for your eyeshadow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And as well as your cheeks. I've seen people even put it like on the bottom before they put lip gloss on their lips and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's, I've seen people put it on their body. Yeah. Like it's really versatile. Yeah. And the fact that she has so much money and so much backing behind her, yeah. but she's not come out and been like, here is my whole makeup collection. Like, it literally or is one, one product after another. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one product after another. Yeah. And you're like, I know why this is here. Yeah. She's like, this is the backing behind. And she literally lets you into the process. Yeah. Like, and it's so, it's so nice. And it feels like, it feels like I'm buying into like a community. Like yeah, when definitely. I like, when I use it, like, do you know what I mean? Like it's so mad. Definitely. Even on my 21st birthday, like you guys, oh my God, you guys got me um, a box of Savage Fenty pajamas. Yes. And I was just like, I was so, oh my God, I was literally like my life made. <laughs> life made. I was so happy. And I tagged them in my bloody birthday <laughs> post. Like that's my 21st birthday. That's there forever. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And, and it wasn't like, it didn't feel like desperate or anything. Like no. I was just like, because it's private, they're not going to see it anyway. Yeah. But I genuinely want to scream and shout about this brand. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Like yeah. not feeling like you want me to buy your stuff. Yeah. Not just like you expect me to. Definitely. Like I can't tell you how many people have had like bad experiences at like a Mac counter or a, um, even Urban Decay. Like I do like their stuff, but just getting complacent like yeah you're getting brands. a bit used to it do you know what i mean yeah. and it's funny now i'm seeing so many brands like copy what fenty is doing yeah like after she brought out the body um shimmer do you remember oh, that yeah. the body lava yeah. how many other brands were like so here you go like glitter in a bottle like yeah. and it's like well 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 bitch come talk to the queen <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
yeah. but it's mad like and it's because you want they want that engagement do you know what i mean and they just yeah. can't seem to grasp that type of presence no, they can't get it they can't replicate that but and also as well like as i've gotten older and obviously being part of oxfam and just um that brief moment i was vegetarian <laughs> um being a bit more conscious about the environment it's mm. really important to me that i don't buy from brands that are like um testing on animals as well yeah. and Fenty Beauty unfortunately isn't cruelty free um but I don't know why like it's but then their social media presence offsets it and that's yeah. a whole different conversation about marketing and what we will and won't allow yes but it's so weird when I was younger maybe like when I say younger I mean like end of secondary school and I found out that Mac tests on animals I've not been to Mac since yeah it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, but I probably have... I don't know if Urban Decay tests on animals, like... I think they're cruelty-free, I did ask. Okay. So. That's good, I suppose. Yeah. But there's actually... Oh, there's a website I wanted to shout out, if my you don't hear my fingers clacking on this phone, <laughs> um, that you can go on there, and you know a lot of websites, uh, a lot of brands say, I'm, cru- I'm cruelty-free, we don't test on animals, whatever. Uh, it's called rankerbrand.org so r-a-n-k-a brand.org and that is a website where you can look at the ethical rating of a brand and they rate it from a to e obviously a being the best e being the worst um and that tells you like how transparent they are about their ethics about their testing and stuff like that about their impact on the environment um workers rights as well and stuff like that yeah definitely all in their supply chain i just to test it i looked on mac and it was an e and i was like yikes but um yeah yeah but yeah i was like damn this is really good because a lot of people say we're cruelty free like i think exactly what does that actually mean or they say they're vegan or vegetarian friendly and it's like when i when i see vegetarian friendly i'm just like what is even the point of putting this on yeah what but what does it mean like how yeah let's see here clinique okay oh not about to throw away my whole skincare. Not yet ranked. Oh, okay. Mm. Maybe it's worth going to the counter and asking. I feel bad though putting the workers like on. Um, Obviously, yeah, it's on not the, spot. the the retail fault. Yeah. It's, I've heard mixed reviews from Clinique. Like they don't test, but they're not cruelty free per se. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah, I mean maybe it's like you know what. There's also a documentary that you guys should watch called Beauty Laid Bare on the BBC, yeah. and. Um, not endorsing any uh, criminal activity, but now with everything going on, nobody's checking your TV license. Um, and it's really good. It's a three-part documentary, and I've already spoken to you about it, about mm. the beauty industry and its effect on the climate. Mm. And they were talking um, about, one of the episodes was about what goes into our ingredients. And one of the things I found out about was microbreeds, which I had no idea about before. Yeah. And another thing was, um, it's like a bee type thing. It's not ammonia. I can't remember what it's called, but it's literally made from like animals. Like, oh. yeah, like it's an animal byproduct right. and they use it. Oh, fudge. It's like, and a lot of our products are like bulk it up. Right. So so they can say they're cruelty free because they don't test on animals, but they have this animal product in their thing. Oh. And that's why they can't say that they're vegan. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely watch the uh, documentary and I'll be putting a, a lot about it up over the next month. But, um, and also from Ranker Brand and um, some other stuff about microbees as well. But yeah, you learn so much about like, what am I actually using? Yeah. And it's really weird, like, especially when we're looking at the perfume as well. That's where I learned about it, yeah. about whose perfume is very harsh from the environment. And yeah. we don't actually know what properly goes into perfume yeah. because um, 
they don't people don't copyright the perfume because then you have to list the ingredients and then someone else will steal your ingredients and steal your perfume so we're not actually sure a lot of perfumes what is actually in them right and it's harsh anyway it's like an um you know it goes into the environment and it is like the chemicals that they use in it we don't know what that is yeah definitely. so um so yeah that's why i was starting to look at my ingredients and be like what am i actually using here slippery slope it is a slippery slope yeah and then you start thinking god what what can i use yeah that's actually affordable which is what you know i'll be trying to look for and trying to promote a bit more mm. i mean i guess lush is like a really good example yeah um, a lot of uh, super drugs own range is vegan yeah it's and cruelty free as well yeah. yeah yeah and i used their sunscreen for a minute and it was actually really good yeah and yeah. garnier released a whole vegan range that's really good that's their whole thyme and lavender range it's all very okay. green and nice. that's vegan because i was having to look into it because i was like i can't tell myself i'm a part of this lifestyle if yeah. i'm not trying to incorporate it yeah. where i can yeah exactly but it is a such a slippery slope like you become almost too aware yeah like what can i use yeah because you know some things you've used for ages it works for you and are you about to jump ship and try and try this new product that might not agree with your skin but fits with your ethics yeah it's and that all just doesn't cost a million pounds i would just say for me any small change you make is good 100 like, percent. no one's saying that it's up to you like, yeah you can be a part of it as much as you want to like if you're doing anything yeah it's like cruelty free vegan environmentally ethical you're still doing that thing yeah and it's important that you've made a small change doesn't mean you have to have a full vegan lifestyle yeah because that's it's little um hard to reach yeah exactly i mean even like just touching briefly like on fashion um you know grace fit mm-hmm. she um released a new product recently um for a new company and it's like refillable protein um boxes right because like, you know it comes in, like in bags and stuff oh, yeah. and she's like instead of using all this plastic just buy um this one that comes like in a recyclable bag yeah. and then you can keep on refilling your box and stuff like that and people were like oh but the box is plastic oh but you still you're still wearing your gucci leather belt and she's like well i bought it before i was vegan and yeah. the box is a one-time use you're using it for the rest of your life yeah that is why we have the refillable box and it's like for some people it's like if i'm not doing everything i'm doing nothing yeah and it's like there is like a really happy medium yeah and you shouldn't like go out and uh, if you're if you if there's a brand that you like and you reach out to them and you're like are you vegan are you cruelty free can you shine a bit more light on it and they're like okay we're vegan but we're not cruelty free or we're cruelty free but we're not vegan whatever like that is still doing something it's like yeah. you don't have to then go to the market and buy the micro beaded yeah. plastic <laughs> cover yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah. there's like a really like a happy medium and yeah. you're doing something the person next to you is doing something if you even if you speak about it to the next person yeah. you don't know what someone else's capacity is they could go on and buy and do the thing that you can't do yeah and then together you're doing does that make sense yeah, like you're making absolutely. a bigger impact yeah like even just speaking about it and any amount of ethical awareness is a good thing exactly no one's saying you have to be the all being all seeing vegan you know, <laughs> overlord yeah yeah that's just even thinking about what small change can I make yeah. is good enough. Exactly. Because you're part of a wider picture. Yeah. And I think brands are like, you know, they're not saying, people aren't advertising it for no reason. Yeah. They know it's because people care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Lush isn't producing a makeup brand for no reason. Yeah. Even, um, what's the Lush, <laughs> the opposite of Lush? <laughs> not the opposite, but like, you know, the other one. Body Shop. Yeah, Body Shop. They have a makeup brand as well. Yeah. That's all, like, eco-friendly and all of that. Like, yeah. if you can use that and you're like, I, you know... If you're a Glossier girl and you're like, oh, I just need a tint here and there, how wrong can it go? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've been meaning to look into it, definitely, but it's just because I've not been buying makeup and not been using it. Yeah. But 
you know, you can go to those brands and brands recognise that. That's why yeah. they're saying it. So they're not saying it for no reason. Definitely. But, um, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like those are the things that kind of, like, impact, like, what I'm buying and just trying to be, like, a bit more conscious of, like, what I'm putting my money towards. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely. I'm really mindful that this is, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> a real pilot's intro. Seriously, this is crazy. Special. Yeah, I mean, couldn't ask for a better first guest. I'm... I mean, thank you very much but all the things that we can't speak about here it's definitely going to be um on the instagram page in the newsletter um i'm going to do another interview a small like quick fire round with Gemma Mm -hmm. after this that she does not know about (laughs) that will be exclusively in the newsletter as well obviously watch out for her amazing cover um (laughs) we've speak we've spoken about clinique we've spoken about liking clean pure beauty and i think that's definitely what we were going for like with your shoot as well with loads of whites flowers and just you know as bare faces as we could make it yeah and thank you so so much for being my first guest thank you for having me no problem oh actually i have one one tip for people um you know i said i follow this dermatologist on twitter mm-hmm. she um spoke about this thing called oil plugging okay. and it's basically where you take a face oil and you use it to extract your blackheads right now bear with me this is now this is about trusting the process and okay. being like actually what am i putting in my skin water doesn't attract oil we've been new yes so that's why people use soap to try and break it down right. but sometimes soap even doesn't doesn't even do the job and it can clean out your pores and just leave them open okay oil attracts oil yes so science says if you rub oil over your blackheads the oil from your blackheads will come out okay all right okay now i tried this and it worked and i could not believe it and i was like i went through gcse biology how am i so silly that i didn't know this before she said where you have blackheads or where you have like not spots but it's more like blackheads because blackheads are dried out debris and oil in your pores yeah um rub and i get them in my nose so she's like rub it for as long as you can it has to be over like 10 minutes to actually properly get it like break it down and get it out but i did it maybe about 15 and it was just like i listened to about five songs (laughs) after i finished washing my face yeah so about 15 minutes time and I took out, uh, so I was just rubbing it, rubbing the oil, not a lot, just a little bit, all over my nose and like a bit under my eyes and stuff like that. And after I took my, I didn't take my hand away for 15 minutes. It does get a bit achy, but just hang in there. And I took it out and I literally had blackheads on my fingers. And then I took a cotton bud and there was even more coming out. I could not believe it. Oh my gosh. It literally, like, it was like, sorry, not to be disgusting, but it was like the blackhead bit and then like a bit of, um, what do you call it? Like sebum? Right. Yeah. Yeah. After, like afterwards. Wow. It looked like a, like a mini sperm. <laughs> like I'm being serious. And I was like, you're joking. It looked like that. And it also looked like if you had, um, what do you call it? When there's something, a splinter. Oh. It looked like splinters like on my fingers as well. Goodness. It was crazy. Okay. It was crazy. So you guys try that at home. That's my last beauty tip. I will be tip. trying that. But on oil plugin, honestly, I can't believe it. You heard it here first. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> and on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah that was crazy but um thank you very much for listening guys i hope you like it um Gemma, do you want to plug your instagram at all social media handles anything where the people can get a hold of you the people can find me at <laughs> at Gemma brebner do you want to spell that that is Gemma with a j and two m's <laughs> and then b-r-e-b-n-e-r <laughs> brilliant yes. um my Instagram is private, but if you want to follow me, that's fine. It is at 
J Fadaka. That is J F A D A K A. Um, and obviously, please follow Outline Mag. I don't know how you found the podcast if you haven't found that, <laughs> yeah. but if you have, then please let us know. <laughs> yeah. um, and the Outline Instagram is at underscore Outline Mag M A G. Follow us on newsletter for the full version of everything that we're speaking about now. I hope you have a lovely month, and uh, we'll see you next time.